welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about minding our own business. Let's get started. It is always easy to give advices to others, but it's always harder to follow our own. How often have you met someone who was always giving in unwanted advices to people while their own lives were just in shambles? When we start to talk the talk and walk the walk, we're starting to change our own life. It might take some time for people to come to their own aha moment. But when we are willing to do that, you are ready to start a new chapter in your life. When we learn to spend less time in others' business, we can actually tend our own garden. Living a life in a fast lane can make us lose precious time to be with our loved ones. We do not need to disconnect from the world to be happy. Instead, we can take some time off the distraction of social media and return to the basics. When we take the time to engage in conversation with our loved ones, we're connecting with each other. We're strengthening the bounds we have. We too often take our own relationships for granted. Like everything we do, we need to take care of it. It is part of our own garden. Without the care and attention, we are not going to strengthen those relationships. What would you do to improve them? How would you connect with people you have lost contact with? Are you willing to continue with the ones that are toxic? Take the time to change our schedule to open more time for our own family and loved ones. Learning to be flexible again. How often have we let our lives to be dictated by our outer conditions? How often have we let our work take over our own life? We need to learn to balance work and life. Not easy to do, but when we can shave some minutes from our busy schedule, we could be surprised at how much time we have to spare to be with our family. So, minding our own business. That is a topic that will always be present in everybody else's life. What do I mean by that? Well, the example of the mother-in-law always putting their business into their daughter's-in-laws because they think that they don't do a good job for their son or you got um, the nosy co-worker who spend their time minding somebody else's business, thinking they have the answers of everybody else's problems, they know everything, when in fact they only hear one side of the story. How often have you hear some horrifying stories at work of maybe the wife is so horrible, she spends money, too much money, she buys stuff that doesn't make any sense, or in the point of view of the husband, she's not smart enough or she's not good at anything at all. So he has to be doing all of the work and she does nothing. Um, or the husband is uh, sloppy, he never help at home, etc., etc., etc. So this is the kind of things you can hear at work and you're like, oh my God, what kind of person they married? And the day you meet the spouse, you'd be surprised that that person wasn't that bad. What was wrong? Why is the husband portrayed the wife in such a poor light that it doesn't look like it? That person is that bad. So this is the kind of things that when people don't have a clue or don't even know the two sides of the story, they want to help. 
Well, those people, what we say, and can be offensive for others when you say, why don't you mind your own business? And like, oh, I'm offended, I'm hurt. No, not really. If you mind your own business, you have to see it this way. It's your guard. Do you have your happy life? Are you really happy with your life? Can you have so much time to spend in somebody else's life? Or is your life that bad and you rather start to control somebody else's life? That's the question of the day. And you're like, no, I don't want that person in my life because they're interfering with my business. You have always some um, disconnect between people. And let's say you got somebody else's who always tell you what to do, even though that's not their business in their lives. And you're making some decision and that decision by fire. So you're going to be upset because the person who gave you the advice, you follow it, wasn't good. Now you're angry at that person and you don't talk anymore. Now the deal is, it's like you're actually the person who is accountable for it because you're the one who took the decision. You're the one who decided to listen to somebody else's and instead of listening to your spirit telling you, do not do that because it's not going to work. But you did it anyhow. Minding your own business, it's to let people outside of your garden, meaning you do not have to blah, blah your entire life to your coworkers, to the delight of some of them who enjoy the drama because they got nothing else better to do than enjoying it. Or the Debbie Donner is going to come and give you the worst or worst of advices. And you're like, okay, this is not because what I want to do. But they're going to give you something that's going to make you do a mistake. When you take the time to look at your life, to look at who you got in your life that is toxic as a relationship. And it can be somebody from your family or your extended family. Well, you need to decide, do I want to keep those individuals in my life or not? Why do I want to keep the keep those toxic relationships in my life which doesn't bring anything positive at all? It's just a disturbance. When you're minding your own business, you're taking more time to reconnect with your loved one. You're looking at your life and what you really want to accomplish. Because it's easy to go and be like a butterfly and give advice left and right to people when you don't even know the full story, thinking you did a good deed when you probably did not help the situation, instead and focusing on yourself. We always have something in your life that we can do, from maybe decluttering a room or your garage to maybe looking at um, maybe doing some remodeling or taking some yoga classes, meditation, do something that will bring you more empowerment gets you closer to the experience you want to live because we all have dreams. We all want to accomplish something in our lives in a positive way. Why not start to work on that instead of wasting our times to give advices and we don't even follow? How many of you have taken your own advices? Seriously. There is days I'm listening to myself. I'm like, well, I'm good at giving advices, but maybe I should take some of my own too. And sometimes the message that comes to me for clients are for me too. And I take them as well. So it is nice to be authentic. It is nice to be honest with ourselves. But to be truly honest with ourselves, it's to look at our own life, looking at where we are. Are we happy? Do we have the right job? 
Do we have the right house? Do I have the right mate? Is the people around me are the right people? Do I have accomplished something that makes me happy and I want to continue to be inspired? Am I inspired today or I'm not? What will make me happy today? What can I do to help others? Am I too self-centered? Am I too difficult today? But I am not going to expose anymore my family life, isn't it? Because this is not a show. So why don't I mind my own business, keep my privacy private instead of exposing to everybody's and becoming the laughingstock for some other to their delightful entertainment because they want to see me down and to others who gives me the wrong advices. I will reach to my inner circle if I need some feedback on something, then to have my co-workers involving themselves in my own life. It is the same thing. If you're hearing people complaining, walk away. I'm not interested to listen to the Debbie Downer in the world. I'm interested of positivity. I want to connect with people in a positive way. I want to take the time to be with my families and enjoying a conversation. I don't need a text. I don't need a phone call. I just want a conversation so we can connect. Going back to the basics, taking the time to maybe going for a walk with my mate and with my dogs. Enjoying a moment of peace, not feeling I'm in rush and I'm in a right race and I have to go left and right. Taking the time to connect with my children, you know, teenagers spending their time on their text and doing some goofy thing or thing they should not be because they're going to be regretting it later on. Connecting with them, making sure then my garden is taken care of and the seed I planted are growing because if you're planting all of your wishes, but you don't even making the effort to take the first step. So I'm going to name it. So I'm planting it, but I'm not claiming it. So I'm letting this rotten. Basically, I'm letting the weeds taking over. I'm not doing anything else anymore. I'm just not doing it at all. Why? You and I have so much more to accomplish. We have a life full of adventures waiting for us. Why would I not take that opportunity to realize my wildest dream? Why would I not be the one to enjoy my life to the fullest? It is fun to watch others succeed and live their life to the fullest. But why would I not be the one to do that for my own life? Why would I not becoming an inspiration and continue to create and co-create with the universe? At the end of the day, it is your life. Taking advices from others if you wanted to, but listen to your spirit, listen to your gut instinct. If somebody gives you the right advice and you feel it's all right and it's what you should do, deep in your core, do it. But if you feel it's not right, walk away. Remember, being mad at someone that gives you unwanted advices because you took it is deflecting the fact that you did not listen to your spirit. That person gives you the advice, but it was your free will to decide if you, if you wanted to take it or not. You took it. 
live with the consequences of those actions. This reminds me the story with the little one. Um, two decades ago, when my mother decided that she had opened her own business, um, now she doesn't have it anymore because she's retired, but she opened her own business and decided that uh, she wanted her two other daughters to join her. And I was on the phone with the little one two decades ago, and we had a conversation. And I told her, I warned her, I said, mm, are you sure you want to do that? Because you're fine where you are, and this is not going to be a good ride. And, oh, I have to do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, remember what I said. Now you got one by myself. I was one of them. I have some, She has somebody else who said the same thing that I said, but she was in her mission of I don't know what, and decided to do it. Two decades later, she ended up to be bitter. She was bitter because it was the wrong decision she made, and that changed the course of her life. At that point, I listened to her and I said, you know, you can be angry, but it was your decision. Recall the conversation we had, remember that conversation we had, and what did I say to you? Did you listen? No. But it was your choice. Nobody put a gun on your temple and told you to do it. So live with that decision. It was yours. Don't blame anybody else's. You had an option. You choose not to take that option. It's the same thing for all of us. When we have a chance to make a decision, and we do every single day, it is up to you to decide, where is it coming from? Is it coming from my spirit or is it coming from my ego? Do I feel a sense of guilt somewhere that pushing me to do it? If it's a sense of guilt, just back away. That would be my advice because it would be the wrong thing to do. But how often have we been felt under a guilty conscience because somebody is playing guilty with us and we're feeling so bad thinking that, oh, my God, if I don't do that, I'm the worst person in the world. Well, you're not. Yes, people are going to do that. Now, being honest with yourself, becoming authentic and decide, is it for my highest good? If it's not for my highest good, I'm not doing it. I'm going to walk away and off I go. Maybe people can blame me and curse at me and just criticize me. That's okay. I could care less because I know deep inside of me it is not the right choice. You have to think what is best for your highest good first. What is best for the highest good of everyone at the end of the day? Because even if somebody is pushing you through a guilt to maybe take a job or do something you don't want to do, and it's not going to be for anyone's highest good, neither yours to start with, don't do it. Walk away. I'd rather be seen as a cold, selfish person from those individuals who are not here for my highest good than end up somewhere I'm unhappy. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to do something that's going to make um, me take a detour that I don't want to take in my life. You don't have to. I don't have to. We need to stop the nightmare right here, right there. So it is up to us, up to us to be honest, to look in our lives and see is those people are really here for my highest good or are they always criticizing me? Do I feel like oppressed by that situation? Is it the right job? I know it's a paycheck and I need a paycheck, 
but is it the right job? Do I feel that I'm evolving or I'm regressing? Because I'm being told that the grass is not green on the other side. I'm not going to find any better um, than the position I'm in. Because one of the things that I discovered many years ago was people were, you know, brainwashing others, making them live in fears of being laid off and telling them, you're not going to find anything else better than this, when in fact, where they were was the worst thing ever. So be honest with yourself. Live the life that you want it and don't be shy. Don't be shy to just say no. Don't be shy to turn off your social media for a couple of hours in the evening just to have a meal with your mate, not feeling that you need to watch the TV or you're going to miss a Twitter or a Facebook. It's going to be there. You're going to see it no matter what. Take the time to disconnect, to going back to the basics. And the basics is connecting face-to-face. It's having a conversation. Even at, the be- even at the beginning, if it feels a little awkward because, oh, my God, I'm going to spend two hours and I don't know what I'm going to be talking about to my mate, it doesn't matter. Go with the flow. Just say, hi, hi, honey, how was your day? Listen what he has to say. Share a few things with him. You don't need to unload him with all of the drama you got during the day, but just a few things and be positive at the end. Just to give him a compliment. Give something that your mate will appreciate. You don't need to bring the flowers like thinking, well, what did you do wrong? Then you bring me flowers. But do something that... The person will appreciate. Maybe they may be not going to react well at the beginning and say, what does he want? What did he do? But in the long run, realizing that you're doing it from the bottom of your heart will open that relationship, will continue to strengthen that relationship. A lot of people don't realize that when you're married and you have children, relationship is like a garden. You cultivate them you grow, you nurture them. If you don't nurture them and take them for granted, well, the granted is going to say goodbye to you. The granted maybe is going to go in and stray from you. The granted will be maybe your children will not communicate and tell you what kind of goofy things they're doing and they're going to get caught online doing what they're not supposed to. The deal is, regardless how we grow and who we are and where we are, connecting to the simplest level is the best way. So if I'm at the table, I don't want anybody with their phone on the ta- at the table. It is an hour where we can sit down and communicate. I don't want the TV blasting in the back, so it's a distraction. I want a moment where we can sit down and enjoy each other. This is what it's all about. Connecting, being close to each other, appreciate who we are and what we have. That is going back to the basics. That is the most purest and simplest form of minding our own business because when we're doing and making the effort to do that, it will become part of the routine. It will not create that gap between each other. Instead, it will strengthen the 
relationship. Because let's say you have your children and they are teens right now and maybe somebody do something goofy or a friend of them did something that they were not supposed to, they can always come and talk to you. Maybe you're not going to be happy about it, but at least they will not hide it from you and they know they always can come to you to communicate. They know you're always there for them. This is something that will play very well in the long run. Same with your mate. When you're always listening to your mate, listen. Don't turn an ear off and ignore them. Don't criticize them. Just let them talk to you. Remember, they don't need to be fixed. They want to be heard. So when you go with the idea that they don't need to have anything fixed, but they want to be heard, then you're opening your heart and listening to them. Sometimes they just need to vent. They don't need somebody else to fix their problem. When you do that, then you let them vent first, and then you can go into nicer conversation. Connecting. That's the deal. And a lot of people are not doing it. A lot of people are living in that right race, and they're running, running left and right, and don't even enjoy to connect. They're crashing at night in their bed because they're too tired. But did they connect it with their loved ones? Not really. It was like an hour or two and I'm done and it's like, yeah, I'm going and my mind is somewhere else. Be present in a moment, learning to be with your loved ones. That's what we should all be doing. So mind your own business. Stop giving advices to others. And if somebody makes a spectacle of their lives, walk away because seriously, it's like a soap. It doesn't change. You change, you change the subject, but it's the same thing over and over and over and over. Nothing ever changed, and it comes boring after a minute. So mind your life. Don't put it and expose that to everybody else's to see it, but nurture it. Because those precious moments will not last if you don't take care of them. That's what it should be. Take care of them. Take care of yourself and take care of your loved ones. So... This was our podcast for today. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about changing our path. Because when you dream, when you reconnect with your loved one, you're changing your path from where you are to where you want to be, especially when you're dreaming, especially when you're putting uh, goals in your vision board. You're changing and evolving. So these are the changes you're going on your path we're going to be talking about. If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I wanted to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and I hope it gives you an inspiration. I know it's entertaining, for sure, but I hope it gives you a little bit of an inspiration on what you can do as well, because as much that we are going on to 2020, it's never too late to realize your wild dream. It's never too late to mind your own garden. It's never too late to mend the uh, relationship that maybe have parted. Maybe it's time for you to look at what exactly is in your garden. Maybe it's not pretty at this moment, but why not do a cleanup so you can plant the right seed and let them grow and be happy. So be inspired. Feel the love and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Bye.